0: what is going on y'all welcome back to the city boy rock podcast this is episode 106 today we're going to be recapping the nba regular season and giving you guys our lakers eulogy after their absolute disappointment of a season we're going to be talking about um how to fix the regular season and the resting of the nba's best and biggest stars Um, we're going to be giving you guys our kind of our predictions for the playoffs, and um, we're going to be getting into the NBA awards and our all-NBA first team, so action-packed episode, all-NBA, and uh, we're ready for the playoffs, man, so here we go.
1: How are y'all doing today?
0: Doing good, bro. It's been a while. Doing good, bro. It's been
1: a couple weeks, a couple turbulent weeks, uh, you know, I've been good. Uh, March Madness ended. Congratulations to Kansas. I got my predictions wrong. I thought Duke was going to rig it and the whole thing. I was wrong on that. Um, and the NBA season is finally winding down. The regular season is finally winding down. I'm pretty sure I think every single team has played their last game except for a few. I think um, the last day, I, I believe, is tomorrow and the playing games are on Tuesday. Um, but yeah, the NBA season is over. I think we have all pretty much all of the standings complete for 1 through 6 I think uh in the east it's all locked up the play-in, you know the cavs nets uh i think the nets got 7 locked up the cavs have 8 locked up um hawks and hornets 9 10 and then out west we got the first through six seeds locked up and then um yeah actually think...
0: warriors could oh
1: yeah warriors in. could yeah warriors could uh could move down if they,
0: if they lose tonight
1: but uh, i don't think they will but, yeah, we got all the seeds locked up. Season's pretty much over at this point. Um, and yeah, but, you know, of course, this is a City Boy Rock podcast. You know, we don't, we don't talk about the great teams. All right? We got to start off the show by talking about the Lakers, man. The most turbulent season this season. Shrey, are you glad it's finally over? Are you glad that this this entire mess of the season is finally over and that you guys are out of the playoffs and you don't have to worry about any of this until next October?
0: yes i'm so happy um i wanted them to get into the play-in just so the lakers fans could get a chance to you know go to a game of meaning you know because uh they haven't been able to do that for almost a decade now yeah yeah almost a decade actually but um yeah it was a horrible season um i was disgusted by watching them honestly and i kept watching them i kept doing it to myself kept torturing myself um but yeah, from the start, um, I mean the Russ trade, I did obviously I did pick them, but it I had my concerns and um, it just wasn't a good fit. He did play well towards the end of the season. Gotta give him credit for that. I gotta um, tell you, I
1: gotta real quick. I I saw I heard a story during training camp. Frank Vogel said whoever gets the rebound can take the ball up, and, and Russ said, Nah, bro, it's gonna be me. I'm the point guard in this team. I don't know if y'all saw that, but that's why I heard. And as soon as I knew that earlier, I would have known the Lakers would have been in trouble, bro, because this man, Russ, was not going to change the way he played for this team, bro. That's that's why I had to say it.
0: Vincent, I think you just got sacked. <sighs> no, I saw it on – I saw it on um, – <laughs> <Sorry. on, laughs>
1: I'm playing, yeah, I saw it.
0: I saw it on TikTok, and I was like, damn, I'm not surprised. I don't know if I believe that, bro. There's no way he said that. <laughs>
1: I would not be surprised,
0: bro. Yeah. I mean, look at the way
1: he played.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. It was like they both. It was not a good fit at all. Because I mean, LeBron—he's a ball dominant player. Yes, he's gotten more accustomed to playing off the ball, but you can't have Russ off the ball in you know late game situations because he can't shoot. And um, it was just so disappointing from top to bottom. I mean, no one took accountability. That's what really got me. Like even after the season exit interview, AD talking about injuries and stuff like, yeah, that affected the season, but you had, um, a team I formerly referred to as the basement boys who didn't have their two biggest stars for most of the season. And they're an eight seed um,
1: straight wins over you guys too, man.
0: Exactly. And they're what they've won like 32 of the last 38. I don't even know, something crazy like that. Um, so, I mean, it's just overall disappointment. Um, Front office definitely deserves some blame. Um, yes, maybe the player in LeBron wanted Russ after that meeting, but if you don't – if as a front office, if you don't think it's going to work, you don't do it. Um, I think we've seen what's happened when LeBron has created his teams, and yes, it worked when he traded AD, but that's AD in his prime, like one of his best years, um, and obviously we didn't see the hunger from him. I think, like, he said, oh, I have nothing left to prove. And I I don't know. I Like, sometimes, like, you can just tell when you're watching, like, this dude really wants it. And it just didn't seem like it. Um, And, uh, like, it just – it's just one of the worst seasons I've ever witnessed. one of the most biggest disappointments um, in NBA history. Um, uh, They were a top-two title favorite and couldn't even make the plan. And um, for all those LeBron fans out there who get their – Panties in a bunch whenever you criticize him. Like, he deserves to be criticized for this season Um, from the team building aspect. And I think a little bit of his play because he was going for that scoring title. If you can put up 30 points like that, um, put up 50 point games and stuff, you can definitely do other things as well. No, he was
1: hurt. He was hurt, of course, man. He He was obviously hurt.
0: Yes, just like that report came out before the uh, series against the Suns last year, man was at eighty five percent. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, he was. But he was Kobe, so that that we would never hear that from Kobe. That's, That's
1: all what I'm saying. saying. It's um, it's it's a little ridiculous. Uh, this whole season for the Lakers, I picked them to go to Western Conference Finals from the beginning. Um, I don't know. It was a little reverse psychology, but I like the way things were going. Um, I, I just want to say, man, to all the Laker fans out there, I, I think Laker fans are at a crossroads right now. Um, I think there's a war going on within Laker Nation. It's Laker Nation versus LeBron's sexuals over here. I just don't understand if you can drop 30 points a game. I You know, there has to... You can't just... You can't keep it on one... Like, if you're going to support LeBron for just dropping 30 points a game, you got to look at the fact that the team is 17 games under 500. And it's not like I'm asking LeBron to do something, but The fact that you're 17 games below 500 and you're still chasing for a scoring title, I think that's why LeBron decided to sit out the rest of the games. I think he was basically – I think he heard the criticism and he was like, all right, maybe I shouldn't play these games to get the scoring title. Um, It was just a bad look at LeBron's career. And all Laker fans or all LeBron fans are going to say, it's the best statistical year he's had, blah, blah, blah. I don't care, bro. His team is 17 games under 500. He has this team, like you Trey said, second second like what second favorite for the title contender. Mm-hmm. There's 17 games under five hundred. The NBA made a play-in game so that these teams could get into the playoffs. You can have more stars in meaningful games. And LeBron can't even get the 10th seed. The the play-in tournament that he said was, was yeah. pointless and stupid, and he can't even get them to the 10th seed. Um it's a little embarrassing. LeBron has stained the Lakers name. Um he has made the Lakers a laughing stock as of recent. This is like it's it's the point where me like you have Patrick Bradley walking around smacking her butt. You have you have the teams Suns that, just
0: rolling every single time. The, the Suns players. roll
1: the Lakers every single time. Um you have players literally. I mean, let me say if Kobe or MJ was getting this amount of disrespect, I, they would make these teams pay. It's like LeBron takes the disrespect and he just lets it happen, bro. Like this is embarrassing um the laker brand is has been crushed a little bit i mean the clippers are the team in la right now they they are more consistent they don't have their two stars for most of the season PG's just came back i think like 30 games um and they're just playing much much better bro like it's just this is the lakers season is it's more of a reality show bro i feel like this lakers team yeah. it was more it was a reality tv show the entire season there was so many so much drama bro from the very beginning of the season, from training camp all the way until now, we have Magic Johnson going out and calling out LeBron for, for not getting DeMar DeRozan. Um, it's it's a bad, bad look. Jimmy yeah. Bus, they need to get control of this team back because um, I think Clutch Sports has pretty much – they've gotten their hands all over this team. Uh, if you guys have ever watched the movie Parasite, I think LeBron James, we can compare it to a Parasite, bro. He gets a little control, and he just spreads and spreads and spreads until it's his, until it's his team, bro. So that's that's why I say about the Lakers season.
0: I just don't like the the that clutch thing. Uh, one sec uh, before you go, Kenny, the clutch thing. Um, just Caruso was willing to take a pay cut. At first, he asked for whatever I think around twelve to fifteen a year, and they said no because they're right now the Lakers financially. I don't think it's as great as it seems because obviously they haven't had the playoff revenue or anything, and the Bus family isn't the on the richer side of owners in the NBA now and I guess they didn't want to pay the luxury tax and instead oh we got to pay that clutch client Taylor Horton Tucker 12 million so like it just just shows like how much control clutch has had over this team over the past few years and we we um, I think they need to get a handle of it (laughs)
1: Clutch, literally. Okay, listen. The John Wall incident over the All Star break, when the Lakers were trying to get John Wall, that was literally all clutch. There is no way any executive is trading for John Wall, bro. Clutch put that out there, and the fact that it was even a story was just ridiculous. Um, yeah.
0: Kenny, you can go ahead.
2: <laughs> Man, this Lakers season I was like, it was funny. You know, it was funny. But I watched them struggle. The other sucks, and the title favorite. It went down. RF damaging is damaging LeBron James legacy. Um, LeBron. You can't get the Tennessee, bro. You're the worst you had a worst record than the Wizards, whose best player was Kyle Kuzman this year. You locked the playing tournament. And all you care about the sword title, bro. I there's no there's no sense of urgency with the Lakers this year at all. You built this team, you got team you wanted, and look, and look, what it, look what it is. Then they take away, they take away any kind of team building rights that you had with that organization because it's not good. And the fact that you don't care, you saw, you saw when Kobe was Lakers were struggling in twenty twelve because all right, I'm making the playoffs. And did he not make the playoffs? Yeah. No,
1: when Kobe averaged thirty five a game in two thousand five, they missed the playoffs. People were slandering him then. People were slandering him then. Why are they not slandering LeBron now, bro? You know, it, it doesn't make no sense.
0: Oh my God, he's in his nineteenth season.
2: The difference, the difference is when Kobe I was thirty-five, he had no one. Literally, LeBron that's what I'm LeBron had expectations; they're the, they're the title favorites or second title favorites. Uh, he had Anthony Davis. He had Russell Westbrook. Anybody with a right mind, bro, had to have known that Russell Westbrook and LeBron James, do not fit together. It's like, you got, it's like when a little baby trying to put the square little block into the circle hole. It's not gonna, <laughs> they're not gonna fit, bro. I don't, I don't know what they were thinking.
1: No, I, just, I, I
2: saw it. I saw it. Straight saw it. I know you saw it. Yeah. I know you good.
1: questioned
2: the fit. I we, wonder how that
1: did it. Hey, man, like LeBron said, bro, you keep doubting us, keep doubting us. Keep that same energy in June.
2: <laughs> keep this- hey, LeBron, LeBron really just a cornball to me, bro. Like he he cares more about Space Jam. He's focused. He is off the court. It's focused right now. He's talking about Bronny, uh, playing with Bronny. Where we're gonna play next? It's crazy. Like he kind not care. Like
0: just so much that, unnecessary drama with LeBron. It's, it's literally
1: basketball for me. For LeBron is just it's just a side thing now, bro. I think he cares more about Lobos, that Lobos tequila he has. He cares more <laughs> okay. about goddamn Space Jam too. I don't
2: even know. He thinks, he, he thinks he's the GOAT, but he's not like he not the GOAT. He has to play more. He has to prove it to more
1: people. Yeah, I think, anymore. I think the consensus after this season specifically, uh, LeBron James will never be the GOAT. I don't care what he does going forward this season alone, bro. It, I mean, it's just discrediting. I mean, it's discrediting for me. I mean, I never thought the bubble was real, but this just makes it look bad, man. Four years in L.A., two missed playoff appearances and then one first-round exit and then one title. Um, yeah. I don't know, discrediting some stuff. But, the yeah, Lakers, I, I just – I don't know.
0: Yeah, the Lakers, Lakers the standards really, are
2: high. The Lakers, they've really been the basement boy for the last 10 years, actually, for real.
1: No cap, bro, no cap. And, and um, I also got to say to AD, man, um, I think it's time we write – we label him injury prone. I mean, we've, we've known he's injury prone. Um, but I think now it's to the point where his trade down, his mm-hmm. value has gone down, his actual value has gone down. Who knows how long, how many games you're gonna get AD for? If you, if you were to pick him up off free agency, let's say, um, how many games is he gonna play out of the 82? I would say you would get lucky to get 50 games out of him, bro. Yeah, uh,
0: like 58 is my max with him.
1: Yeah, in, and in
0: a given season, I don't expect I have, more than that.
2: How do how do you fix this team, bro?
0: I think they're doomed. I think they're, AD
2: injured, AD's no got to back. get
1: if, if either you trade AD or you trade LeBron. Um and you gotta somehow get rid of Russ. It just got, at this point blow the entire thing up, bro. There's really that's the
2: only option I think you can't do anything else. with
1: Yeah, because you have LeBron is not gonna sit there and play with young dudes. Um, AD I don't know if how healthy he's gonna be, and Russ is definitely just not gonna work. So I think at this point this thing's gotta this thing's gotta blow. There's no way um, that core that they had in the bubble is pretty much all gone besides the the, the star players. So I the think star
0: uh in THT.
1: Yeah, and THT. So, I don't know, man. You know, maybe maybe the Lakers need to just press the restart button um, and then try to build, rebuild through the draft, which they've never been able to do. But I, I think at this point, this core right here, it's, it's no more. Um, yeah, because if you if, – right now, the Lakers are the basement boys. The Clippers, they, they run L.A., man. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but Frank Vogel is going to have to go because – I mean they pretty much just tuned him out. It's um, not even his, his fault. Season. That's a thing, bro. I don't think it's his fault either. Cause they didn't how are you supposed to run his system with the guys that he had on the floor? You the only real big you had outside of Davis was Dwight. And you can't expect him to play heavy minutes. So they didn't build a team that he could implement his defensive system with.
2: Yeah, it's it's reps. Um he gotta, he gotta go somewhere else and make the Lakers look
0: so bad, bro. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Like this man took PG and Roy Hibbert to the to the 7th game against LeBron's Heat. So, um, he can, definitely coach. can coach. He can definitely coach, bro. They were the number 1 defense last year with even without AD and LeBron for stretches. So, uh, he can definitely coach. He just needs the right players, I think. Um, history recent history has shown the players are definitely more important, important than the coach. Um, but you got to give the coach players that can fit to, mm-hmm. you know, really uh, be a good team. And they just didn't do that this year.
1: You know, I think we're the only podcast in the entire world right now that's pointing out LeBron was the issue with this team, which I respect us because, you know, everybody's saying Frank Vogel was trash, AD was trash, uh, or AD was injured, Russell was. We know at State Boy raw, we keep it real, man. We keep it real. Yeah, Russ yeah, exactly Russell that. was
0: there all the time when LeBron was playing, so –
1: yeah. Um. Yeah. Moving on, though, we gotta talk about some actual uh, relevant topics in the NBA, um, especially the NBA Awards coming up. Uh, we're gonna go through and give you guys our first team All NBA. What what we think it's gonna be. And uh, yeah, I'll go first. At point guard, I'm gonna go Luca. Absolute tear recently. Um, I think he was struggling earlier in the season, but I mean, it's Luca. He is. I mean, he's a monster, bro. He's, he's an actual monster. This dude is actually unstoppable. 28-9-8 and eight this season. Um, I think he's going to get first team on B.A. and then at the shooting guard position. Uh, it was a bit of a toss-up here, but I'm going to go with my man, Devin Booker. Uh, he, <sighs> listen, bro, ever since he bagged Kendall Jenner, I'm not going to lie, bro. He's been cooking. And I don't know what Kendall has done to him, but uh, D. Book, having a very efficient season, 26 points a game on 46% shooting. Uh, I I think D book is probably top five score in the league right now. And um, that Suns team is poised for another finals appearance. I don't know if they'll win, um, but we'll see about that. And then at the small four position, I don't really need to comment on this. We got Giannis, um, absolute monster. He's an absolute monster. There's literally nothing else for me to say. He's on the GOAT path. Um, another amazing season for Giannis, and I think he's going to go back-to-back and win, win the finals again. And then at the power – or at the other forward position, um, I know the NBA allows for two forwards and then one center, but I, I got to put Jokic on here. I would see – it would be a crime if Jokic or Embiid gets snubbed out of the first-team All-NBA Jokic is quietly having a monster season again. Um, he could went he could have went back-to-back, back, but I just think the center, for me, Joel Embiid, is going to get it. Um, he's got the scoring title. I think he's the first center to get a scoring title since Shaq back in 98. Mm-hmm. Embiid is having an amazing season. Um, I don't know how much further that can go in the playoffs with the way James Harden is playing, but uh, Embiid is going to be the MVP, and he's going to get first-team on nba There's no way in hell that Embiid it gets snubbed off the NBA team and then wins MVP, bro. That, that, that doesn't make sense. So, uh, yeah, I think Jokic and Embiid are going to be on the team. Yeah.
0: You got it, Kenny.
2: All right. So, my first team, my guards, I got Luka and I got D-Book. Luka, Luka is dirty. Like, he's been great. Like he said, <laughs> eight, eight, you said, he's 89. He just can't be stopped. He has his team to for a third seed in the West. I think mean, you know, the of that first, first, for the first team. Uh, for D book, best team, the best player on the best team. What more can I say? He's having a career year, most efficient years. Uh, it's crazy. People thought that, that he was just an empty stats guy. Like, yeah, Vincent. What yeah, you that's crazy. Like y'all, y'all were really calling him an empty stats guy? I no, think I think ever since that. he started dating Kendall, bro. That's what I'm saying, man. Nah, they, the dude dropped seventy he called called him an empty stats uh just got they got a team around him and look what he's doing. Back to back back to back finals appearances probably. And from they that they're gonna win this year. Um from my forward spots, I got Giannis. Giannis uh, he was the third M V P candidate. I think if his team got the first seed, they would have gave him M V P versus the Sixers or Nuggets. <laughs> um but yeah. This dude is great. Can't be stopped, unstoppable is he's the freaking nature. It's like Greek freak. But and my other poor spot is Jason Tatum. Because I don't think he's gonna end up giving uh, both the spot to Jokic and Embiid. But you know, Tatum's been great this year. He turned it around, led the NBA in a uh, plus minus. Uh he the Celtics were the eleventh seed at one point this season and now they're they were for the first seed over the last couple of weeks. So Great turnaround, best player, best player on that team. They're going to be fun to watch. Actually, I might have to change that thing back. I'm going to change that to Jokic. I'm going to get Jokic to first team.
1: So, so if Embiid wins MVP,
2: you don't, you're not going to make first team. I think
0: Embiid will
2: be second team, and Jokic will be first team. Because I think MVP will go to, will go to Jokic. Damn.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one, bro. Oh mm-hmm. my god, I so, wish they did it like the All Stars.
2: I saw it's the fact that the Sixers are the fourth, the fourth seed. Yeah, Harden and Jokic. I saw a stat today that said Jokic led the Nuggets in points per game, uh, rebounds per game, assists per game, steals per game, blocks, field goal percentage. I think three point three point percentage too. So it was kind of crazy to see. So okay, this dude definitely gonna be MVP.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got the same guards as the both of you. Um, I got Booker and Luca Luca 28, nine and nine, um, for the team that's won over 50 games this year. Um, obviously, I mean, coming in and throughout, we haven't really thought that they've had like OC talent, um, on this team. Um, like they don't have a second star or anything. And, um, he's been sensational just lifting them up and, um, helping them exceed expectations because I definitely didn't expect them to be this good. And, um, they're a really good defensive team props to Jason Kidd, Um, but yeah, I think Lucas definitely, uh, after that slow start to the season, he was kind of out of shape, looking a little pudgy. He, he definitely slimmed down a little bit and he's been balling out. Um, one of my favorite players in the league. Um, at the other guard spot, obviously Booker, um, their best record in the league. He's stepped up in so many ways. When Chris Paul was out, he was taking on point guard duties. Um, he's a much, much better defender now. Um, I think he's one of the best at his position now on defense. Um, and he's just been, he's been super consistent the whole year, um, played in a lot of the games, obviously. And, uh, he definitely gets that first team spot for me. Um, even though he somehow was not voted an all-star this year or all-star starter this year. Um, at my forward spot, I got to go with Tatum. Um, he had a great march. Um, and as soon as he picked up his play and was way more consistent, going to the basket, like Kenny and I have been saying, making the game easier for himself. Cause he is, he's six, nine and he's, he's strong. He can, he has a great handle. Um, and he, he just has good size overall. He should be going to the rim a lot more, and I think he started doing that, taking better shots, getting his teammates involved, and they went from the 11th seed to the two seed now, so uh, got to give him that first four. Oh, I'm going to say,
1: man, Danny Ainge, bro, that man was the problem the entire time. That, that bum, bro, I hate that dude so Oh, much.
0: my God, yeah. His uh, bad voodoo went to the Jazz because he's on the Jazz. Uh, he advises for the Jazz now, and I, I mean, this could be the end for the Jazz as we know it this season. Um, but, yeah, at the other spot, I got Giannis. I mean, this is a shoe in um, This dude is built different. Um, just so fun to watch. Um, so fun to watch the improvement. Um, I know prior to last season, um, I had my gripes about him. I had my concerns. But he's definitely worked on it. And you can see it because he has so much confidence now. He has that nice little mid-range fadeaway Um, that he uses on the baseline. And then he obviously against the Nets last week, uh, we saw like the free throws to seal the game. We saw that tying three, step back three. So he is firing all cylinders now. They're going to be really, really good. And I think they're going to go back to the finals in the East. Um, At my setter spot, this was so hard, but I'm going to have to go with Embiid. And obviously with that, he is my MVP. Um, We, for so many years, we've been asking Embiid to do this. Um, go to the basket more. I mean, everyone's been asking for it. just be the dominant big that you are. Um, he listened to the advice Shaq, the criticism Shaq and Charles had for him. And, um, he really stepped up his game. I think, um, the beginning of the season, obviously there was so much drama surrounding them, um, with Ben Simmons and, um, all the COVID they had. Um, and he still kept them afloat. They were doing really well. I think they were the third seed when they got Harden. obviously. Um, it has been kind of a bumpy ride after the first few games, but the numbers he's putting up, just the absolute dominance. Cause you, for me, it like this MVP, it, it's an eye test for me. And I like, it, I have like a personal stake in this. Cause I love Embiid. I like Jokic too. I, I wouldn't be mad if he won it, but um, I think he deserves this spot. Just like, this is like the apex of Embiid and we're seeing it. And um, I'm just happy that he's, Finally blossomed into that just absolute dominant center. I don't think we've seen anything like it, obviously, since Shaq, um, just physically imposing over everyone. In whenever he's matched up with the team that's small, he absolutely kills them, and I think that's what a, what a lot of people wanted from him, and he's finally doing it. So I'm gonna give him that last um, spot on the first uh, first team and uh, that MVP for sure.
1: Oh yeah, going back to what you said about Giannis, I just want to say um if Giannis continues down this this path right now if he wins back to back uh there's a serious i think Giannis might end up being the goat in the nba bro this if if his shot is getting consistent my mans is um he might be when reti- when lebron retires we're going to stop talking about lebron versus jordan we we'll be talking about Giannis versus jordan because uh that might be a serious conversation in the next 5 years bro
0: yeah cuz he has the accolades could win Defensive Player of the Year this year. Um, That's what I'm saying. He just he can keep adding to his resume because he already has so much on there.
2: Yeah, twenty-seven.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. he's one of the best teammates in the league. So people are definitely gonna want to play with him. And if he goes back like... to back,
1: dude. If he goes back to back, I'm yeah. just like, I think we we might be seeing the next coming of something great. Uh, but yeah. Moving on. We gotta talk about our MVPs. I think you guys know me and Shreys. We're going with Joel Embiid um, for all the same reasons Shreys just said and I said earlier. Um, I just think he deserves it. I know the voters. It's very hard to go back to back as MVPs unless you're Steve Nash or Steph Curry in 2015, 2016. Uh, that's why I don't think Jokic will get it. Uh, I think the voters are gonna give Embiid uh, because I mean, look what he, look what he's done with the drama and everything over the last season. The MVP the MVP um, award in the NBA is usually a narrative thing. Uh, and I think Embiid dealing with all that earlier in the season with Ben Simmons, uh, I think they're going to give him the props and he's going to get the M- MVP vote. But in terms of most valuable player, I would go Giannis in terms of, like, actual value. But Embiid's going to get it this year.
2: Yeah. I oh, don't know, man. It's the first player in history with 2,000, 1,500
0: it's I'm so not, cool. I'm like, not, I'm I, not, saying, I'm I know not my, saying my heart is like with Embiid though. Like, that, like I, that's literally, I'm not
1: saying uh, Jokic doesn't deserve it, but I, I, I personally think Embiid will win it. But I would not be mad if Jokic won, like Trey mm-hmm. said.
2: Back, my, back,
0: uh, go ahead,
2: I was gonna say it back like a month or two ago. I was saying since the top three are Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid, whoever's team got the first seed between the Bucks and the Sixers will get MVP, and if neither of them got it. It would be Jokic's MVP, and I think that's just what's going to play into that factor in deciding who's going to be MVP.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've been consistent with that. I remember you saying that, and I don't know, man. It's just like I know, mm-hmm. like I we know, like NBA's injury history and stuff too. So, like, part of me is like, he doesn't win this year. Who knows? Like, I feel like I can count on and M- Jokic being healthy longer. For and you already have the MVP. You already yeah. has
1: the MVP, bro. Like, I don't
2: know.
0: It's a lot of heart that's going into my 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 uh, selection, but I wouldn't be mad if you want won it. Like, I see all the points that uh, you raise about him. Like, dude is, right. like different. Like, actually, we haven't seen the stuff he's doing.
1: Yeah. Um. Wait. What did you say, Kenny? Are they both top five? Wait, who's, say top, they, five? who's top five? Yeah, are they, are they both? Jokic oh yeah, Embiid? I think I think for sure they're both top five right now. Yeah, like, one thousand percent. I don't think there's really much an argument. I mean, in, top, in terms of top five right now in the league, uh, I got, uh, I got Giannis, I got Embiid, I got Jokic, I got Steph, uh, and then I got Luka. I don't know, man. I don't have LeBron. No KD? Oh, I forgot about KD. Oh, I forgot KD. (laughs) I'll put KD over over Steph.
0: I don't think I can have Steph in my top five. Because, I mean, he obviously impact-wise. Damn, LeBron
1: might – LeBron might – He might be borderline top ten right now, bro. That's
0: crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I got Giannis, KD, um, Jokic, Embiid, and then probably Luka at five. Yeah,
1: LeBron, bro. Oh, yeah. No, he's washed, bro. He's the washed king, man. man. I got, I got KD, KD, honest, Jokic, Embiid. I
2: don't know for five, bro. Luka, man. we got put
0: Steph at six.
1: We're gonna put Trey there. I'm
2: gonna put I'm gonna put Steph at five.
1: Yeah, I, I think. Uh, yeah, damn. It's hard.
0: There is a lot of uh, like we. Imagine I think, no, I think these year. the
1: past two seasons, ever since the bubble has shifted, we've seen the shift in the NBA, bro. Because before it was that same core of um, Kawhi, KD, Kawhi LeBron, LeBron, KD. Yeah. And now it's like Jokic and B, Giannis, and all of them. They're just coming out of nowhere. So, uh, yeah, these past two seasons have shown that shift. All, all foreign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The world's taking over, man. The NBA is a global game now. Yeah. All right, moving on, moving on to the next award. Uh, D P O Y. Uh I'm gonna go with the safe pick here. Rudy Gobert, bro. I think he deserves oh, D P uh, listen, man, people hate on Rudy all the time. He's underrated, man. I don't care. He's making thirty five million dollars a year. He's underrated. I'm not talking about his offense. Um his defense. We all know how good he is. I'm going with the safe pick. Rudy deserves I mean, he's definitely gonna be first team all all defense. Um I think, honestly, for the Jazz, I think one of them is going to go either Dimich or, or Rudy. Um, I think this Utah team is the is the definition of a second-round exit. Um, they're like that every single season. Rudy maybe, Gobert, a first round this year. maybe a first-round exit this year, and I think that's enough for the Utah Jazz to blow it up. But, uh, yeah, I think <laughs> the fact that they have two All-Stars every single season – and it's like it's going back to the Carl Malone days, bro. Like the Jazz are just the same team every single season. Uh, I think Rudy deserves DPOY though, and he's averaging two blocks a game. My man's literally just—he's a—he's a force to be reckoned with. Um, I know some people can cook him easily. We've seen that before, but uh, I think Rudy deserves it. I hope he—I I hope he deserves it because my man's—he be, will probably cry if he don't get it again this year. So uh, yeah, Rudy go bear for me.
0: You got it, Kenny.
2: Uh, for me, I'm taking Mikhail Bridges. I don't know. I think, I think it won't be Giannis or Gobert simply because of voter fatigue. I think they'll give it to either Marcus Stewart this year or Mikhail Bridges. I'm going with Mikhail Bridges simply because he's on the sides. He's been the best defender all year. He plays the majority of the minutes of the game. He plays, what, 40 minutes a game this year? Mm-hmm. And he plays every
0: game he hasn't missed a yeah. game.
2: Yeah. Se- in four seasons. <laughs> I think that kind of ends his case right there. And the NBA's Iron Man, he locks up like he's probably the most annoying person on defense. His length, his his length and his lateral quickness. It, he's and he's a smart defender too. Villanova mm-hmm. always sends those NBA-ready guys, very good three and D players, and he's one of them. He's the premier three and D player, I think, in league right now. And I think he's going to get his first DPOI.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um Gobert, like I I in the past few seasons, yes, like he's deserved it. But I think this year, they're not even a top ten defense now. Like I feel like you gotta be at least a top ten defense overall to win defensive player of the year. And they're not this year. They've kind of fallen off defensively. And we've seen him get exposed in certain matchups and switches and stuff. So I'm gonna have to give it to Mikhail Bridges. I think he's been the best defensive player this season. Um we saw the job he did on Steph in that huge matchup earlier in the season, locked him up, and he has the ability to do that. He can guard one through four. Um, you can put him on your best guy and really trust him. He's really, really good. He's really instinctual, um, and he has all the physical tools. Um, I just feel like they're the best team in the league. Um, they're the top three defense in the league, and he is, I think, definitely their best defender. Um and he's played, like, one of the best defenders in the league, for sure. Since the start of the year, um, he's been consistent, obviously plays every game, plays heavy minutes, and gets the toughest assignment every game. And he's done he's done amazing. So, uh, yeah, I definitely got to give it to the Cal Bridges. Mm. All
1: right, moving on to the rookie of the year. Um, this was, it was a three, three-headed monster for this year. I think it was either between Cade, Jalen Green, or Evan Mobley. Um, I'm going to go Jalen Green this year. I don't know if it's a little bit of recency bias because my man Jalen Green been on a tear of recent. Um, I mean that that tear against the Spurs, Kings, and the Timberwolves. My man was just putting up numbers. Um, I know they weren't resulting in wins all the time, but Jalen Green has shown flashes of excellence. Uh, I think you going forward. Um, I think Jalen Green will be the best player from this draft class. I know Cade Cunningham is, has shown some flashes of brilliance as well, but Jalen Green, uh, he's looking like that. The Anthony Edwards last year we started off a little slow and then just started cooking towards the end of the season. Um, he shoot he's pretty efficient too, bro. Forty two percent from the field. I know he shoots a lot. He's the only option on that, that Rockets team to be honest. Um, KPJ. Oh yeah, and KPJ. But I think moving forward, um, I'm gonna go with Jalen Green. I think he deserves it. Um, he's literally just a pure scorer, bro. My man's he. he I, I think. For him, the only thing he needs to work on, shot selection, bro. <laughs> he takes some dumb shots. Other than that, he can put he can put the ball in the back of the in the in the net. So uh, I think Jalen Green is gonna get this award.
0: Yeah, um, it's a close one. This rookie class is really good. I think the top four in Mobley, uh, Cade, Scotty Barnes, and um, Jalen Green is gonna be one of the best um, to come out in a while. Um, but I've been on Mobley the whole year, but he kind of fell off to the end of, towards the end of this year. And um, the team overall kind of fell off, and um, he did get injured toward the end. And I think during that period, Scotty Barnes really took a step. Um, he's been good all year, but he's been consistently improving. Um, he's one of the best defenders as a rookie, um, and he does so many things on the court. Um, and he's been a huge piece for uh, a team that exceeded expectations. They're the fifth seed um and i think he's played a huge part in it and he's just kept on getting better and better um he's had some really really good games the shooting has improved um so i think Scotty Barnes was like a slow burn and i think he kind of like edged everyone out at the end like it, i think it's a really close race like i wouldn't be mad with Cade i think Jalen Green his um his surge was a little late if he maybe started it like January or something. My man's wait till after the All-Star break. Yeah, bro. yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what that's what kind of got him. Um, but I think the fact that Scotty Barnes has just kept it up all year, like he's been in the top three for the rookie ladder pretty much all year, and um, he is on a team that's um, going to be in the playoffs and going to be a decent factor, I think, considering the context around it, that matchup with no and how um, – the Raptors have had the Sixers number this year. I think I got to go with Scotty Barnes.
2: Y'all are going to get ready and come out on this podcast tonight and talk about how Evan Mobley is going to be my rookie of the year. But, you know, I've been doing some thinking. it got to be Jalen Green. Okay. I, who, who else, is, who else is to put up 30. Six straight, 30 point games, or five straight?
1: It was five straight. And then yes. he followed Six it. Six of seven.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: And then he had one game with eight points, and then he put 41 against the Hawks.
2: Who, who else has done that?
1: Nobody. I, I mean, he's a pure scorer, bro. Man, Jalen Green is yeah.
2: a pure scorer. The last two people to do that was it was Michael Jordan, and he beat Michael Jordan's record, and Alan Iverson. And he beat – he didn't beat Alan Iverson. But what are you doing? It's crazy. I. Once you're, when, I feel like once you're able to put into that Jordan conversation, and you, know, you beat Jordan's record, I feel like that has to be good. The only I don't thing, care. I do not care how late it is. I think the fact that you're doing things like Michael Jordan, the goat of basketball, you can hear that Michael Jordan, the goat, not LeBron, but Michael Jordan, that he did,
0: I think, the rookie of the year. Mm. I agree. I don't know, man. I think the surge is a little too late.
1: I think I've, we've seen these surges from all these rookies. Last year, we obviously saw. That's the only reason I don't. I don't know if he will actually win because we saw yeah. Anthony Edwards last year. Anthony Edwards went absolutely crazy after the All Star break, and we LaMelo, saw with Trey too. Yeah, Lamelo's just more he consistent. Searched. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's it's. I'd like you can't go wrong with any of these guys honestly because they're all really really good as rookies. Um, mm-hmm. I think Cade has a good case too. Cause he had a stretch too before they started yeah. tanking, like officially, officially tanking, where he was cooking too. So uh, can't go wrong with any of these guys. They're all really good. Um, I think I just think it's gonna end up being Scotty though.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Um, moving on to the Coach of the Year award. Um, it, for me, it was a toss up. It was either gonna be Nick Nurse or Billy Donovan. Um, towards the beginning of the season, I was like Billy Donovan for sure. Um, but now I'm thinking Nick Nurse, bro, because seeing what the Raptors went through last year, where they weren't even playing at home, they had a rough season. They're playing in Tampa the entire season. Some players didn't get to see their families. Uh, The Raptors went through a lot, and the fact that Nick Nurse was able to turn his whole team around and get them to what they basically were during the bubble, a solid team, the fifth seed in the East. Um, I think this Raptors team, they're playing – they're always overly – overachieving, bro. That's why I feel. Um, and I think Nick Nurse is one of the best coaches in the league. He always has the Raptors consistent. Um, you know, I wish the Knicks had Nick Nurse, but we don't. We're stuck with Tom Thibodeau. That's besides since the point. Since
0: when did the Knicks become a we for you?
1: The, you know, ever since ever since I went back to New York, man, you know, I am like, yeah, it's my city, bro. It's my city, it's my team. Like, I got support them. Um, But, yeah, man, I, I think Nick Nurse deserves it. I think the Raptors deserve it. They went through a lot last season. Just give them the – give the man the award, bro.
0: Um, this was a tough one, too. I think you got Nick Nurse, Taylor Jenkins, Udoka, and, yeah, I think those are – and Monty Williams probably, like, the top four. But I got to go with Ime Udoka. Um I thought he did a really good job because at the beginning of the season, this team was an absolute mess. They couldn't play <laughs> defense. They couldn't close out games. They were the 11th seed. People were like, are we sure? Um, this is the right team. Yeah. yeah. Are we sure it's the right coach? Like, did we make the wrong hire? Because he was – like, at the beginning of the year, he was calling out – like, he was calling out his players. Like, for this day and age, he was kind of calling out specific dudes. And there were – like, people were like, oh, is he – like, is his message getting through? And um, he turned them around. He went from 11 seed to the two seed, and he decided to shorten his rotations, um, put um, Robert Williams at the four, um, and um, Horford at the five defensively. And um, they've been soaring ever since. They've been one of the best teams post Christmas, I think. And they're a they sec- so they're a number two seed now. Um, one of the- they're the second best defense in the league. Um, they've been first after that 11th seed um, that they had. So they made a huge turnaround. I think um, I think he's done a great job as a rookie coach. Um, I think they really are out there playing hard for him. They are like menaces on defense. Like that team is not going to be fun to play for the Nets, even though I think the Nets will win um, if they play in the first round. Um, right now, it's not going to be Nets, fun.
1: As right now it's the uh, Nets-Bucks.
0: Yeah,
1: Nets Bucks. No, that's that Celtics. Oh, the yeah. Nets Celtics again? Yeah. Oh shoot.
0: Yeah. So yeah, email. Nah, Bucks are
1: in. Bucks are second seed right now. Nets, are you looking on Google? Yeah. Celt- the Google
0: Celtics.
1: one's wrong. Oh, for real? Celtics have the tiebreak. Yeah, it's
0: yeah, yeah. It's oh. Bucks Bulls first. I didn't. I
1: didn't. Nets were losing the first round or the first game on purpose to get the eighth seed. In all honesty. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think they want to play Miami first, but
0: <laughs> I'd rather play huge. Miami
1: first.
0: I would rather play Celtics right now without Robert Williams. I think he's huge for them because they don't play that many guys as is. And if you have a guy like that out in a playoff series, I think, think that hurts a lot. Damn. But, yeah, Ime Adoka, uh coach of the year, in my opinion. Kenny? For me,
2: I got to go Mati Williams. I mean, what more can you say? That, that... – Probably, the playing the best system in the NBA right now. Um, best, the best team in the NBA right now, the best record in the NBA the franchise, the best record in the team's history. So, I think on the signs is to Money Williams, and it's the award usually goes to the the coach of the best team most of the time. Anyways, I feel like it's just fell for him. So, my pick Money Williams. Lessons mm. to be said about that.
1: All right, moving on to the last award, um, this NBA Sixth Man of the Year Award. Uh, Right now, I just checked the odds. Tyler Hero's negative 20,000 to win, so
0: I think it's safe to say.
1: It's safe to say he got it in the bag. He's averaging 20 points off the the bench. I don't think there was much competition this year. Um, I mean, the next closest was Kelly Oubre at plus 5,000, so yeah, I think Tyler Hero got this in the bag. Um, Not much to say. Congrats to Tyler Hero. The Heat are balling out, but I think – I mean, if the, if, the, if the Nets get them, I'm sorry, man. Sorry, Miami. Yeah.
0: It, it, by far, Hero. <laughs> like, it's Not yeah, anymore. I can't even think of anyone because Poole started a lot of games. And then – J.C. been streaky.
1: J.C. been streaky this year.
0: Oh, Clarkson? Yeah, yeah. He hasn't had the same year as last year. And, like, the Heat, like, absolutely need that man to score. Like, he is their best scorer, like, pure scorer by far. On that team, and um, he's been huge for them. Um, he's back to what he was um, in the bubble, and um, it's nice to see because uh, when he gets hot, like, yeah, it, it's 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 hard to stop him, and um, yeah, and they're the first seed, so uh, yeah, six man of the year, definitely Tyler hero. Yeah, you all said it. Uh, from what else you said
2: it's here, But uh, there, the man's in Bucket, He's absolutely busted, and he knows it. He's confident about it. He's going not get much and
0: he out mm.
1: Yeah, I think for sure it's gonna be tight your Negative twenty thousand, brother. You just putting five dollars.
0: Yeah, that's, that's insane. Five dollars <laughs> to win two cents.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> not even two cents. I think it's even less than that. Yeah. Oh, um, but yeah. All right. With all that being said, that's gonna wrap up the show. We got most improved. Oh, most improved player too. Shoot, my bad. Y'all, y'all, y'all go first. Y'all go first. All
0: right. For mine, um, I think I I had Jordan Poole as of this week, but I saw I thought about it more and more. I'm gonna have to go with Darius Garland. Um he was the only shot creator on their team for a good amount until they got Keris Lvert. Keris Lvert was hurt and then they had a lot of guys get injured. Ricky Rubio, um I mean, Jared Allen, we saw he went out and he hasn't come back. Mobley was out for a little bit, and he's been there through thick and thin. Um, first All-Star selection this year. I don't think anyone really saw this leap for the Cavs um, to becoming a really good team um, for a while. The injuries really hurt them at the end of the year, but they were they were playing really well until the Jared Allen injury. Mm. And um, I think he deserves the most improved. I think people – People were kind of seeing it with Jordan Poole coming into the season. But with Garland, like, it was a huge jump. Like, he's put up some really great numbers. And um, I think from now on, whenever a really good player dubs another player, like, that's when you know, like, they're they're about to pop off. And um, Steph, I think before the season started, he was like, yeah, um watch out for Darius Garland and he really backed that up and we saw LeBron and KD like trying to negotiate for Darius Garland in the All-Star draft so that just shows how much respect he has around the league and I think um with that he deserves most improved in my opinion
1: yeah for me uh it was either between Darius Garland and Jordan Poole um and then I realized why can't I just pick John Morant, bro? My man's John Morant is going stupid this year. We all expect him to do better, like improve. I don't think anybody expected this type of leap. Um, he is – I know they've been winning a lot without him, but he's still the heart and soul of that team. Um, he's been absolutely going crazy this season. Every single stat that he has from last year has gone up. Um, his field goal percentage has went up. His three-point percentage has gone up. He is basically tw- – uh, he's, tw- he's Derek grows with a shot, bro. That's what John Morant is. Uh, I think he deserves it. Um, I know it, it sucked to see him get hurt because I think he would have been maybe on that first team all-NBA, but he'd be on the second team. I think he would for sure get most improved player. I mean, he's scoring 27 points a game, bro. He's averaging Zion numbers. Uh, I think he got it in the bag. And, uh, yeah, the Grizzlies are looking very, very good. Um, we'll see how good they are in the playoffs. But that Grizzlies team, they're balling out.
2: Yeah, I'm in the green with Vincent. I got my most improved player. You no, know, he's a guy who he bought out completely this year. He just went absolutely nuts, um, career year in the very short career. But you know what I mean? It's um, crazy jump. Seems so good, so fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, the injury did hurt, hurt his chances as first team. I have him on my second team, but because of that, I think they'll give this award over guys like Darius Garland or Jordan Poole just because he missed out on that first team award, which mm-hmm. could have gone to a number of guards this year, honestly.
0: Mhm. So much talent in the league, man. Even the yeah. worst teams got some absolute ballers, like we no see. John Green, Cade Cunningham. Not the like Knicks. Bay. Not the
1: Knicks, bro. Not the Knicks, man. Hey, Kobe Obi Toppin
0: had 40 plus today. Oh uh, god! Oh, quickly god. Oh, my god. had a 30 point triple double, bro. Oh my god, bro. This is literally
1: one hit wonders, bro. We gotta get rid of the whole team, man. Tom Thompson needs to go. <sighs> R.J.
2: Barrett, he could have been in a contestant for that award.
1: Oh, R.J. is the best player. But I, I think, man, I, dude, I don't know, bro. This team is just it's a mess right now. Man. Uh, I had too many expectations coming to this season. Actually, let me, before we get off, I, I got to ask you guys. So I think you guys saw the stat the other day. Only five players in the entire NBA have played the full 82 games. Uh, is it time to shorten the season? Or is it time to add? I saw Colin Coward says, Add a stipulation where they have to play a minimum of however many games in order to be eligible for awards. Because right now, I don't know if it's there is an eligibility. I'm pretty sure for the awards, but it's not as high as it should be. So, uh, I was just wondering if you guys were in agreement with that.
2: Uh, I thought I did see the Colin Cowards. You know, fix the NBA issue with the stars resting, and I I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It wasn't bad, you know. He made a lot of good points. He kind of had like a plan for everything. I liked it. I like the idea of the eighty-five percent. Yeah, eighty-five uh, percent is a lot, though, bro. That's like,
1: I think seventy. I think, 70 I think eighty.
0: I think eighty is good. Eighty-five, yeah, 85 is 85. a lot because we saw the um, like what the teams would be, the All NBA teams would be with 85 yeah. 90, yeah. and it was not. Yeah. But I mean, then again, if you implement it, like that affects their their bottom line, their paycheck.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because
0: um, you can't be eligible for supermax if you're not like an all NBA or whatever performer. Yeah, but injuries yeah. are another thing too.
1: That's the thing. So somebody pulls their hamstring or something. I mean, yeah. they're gonna be gone for like 10, 15 games. That's gonna be that's it. eligible yeah. eligibility gone.
0: It's a tough. It's a tough situation.
1: Man. It is a tough like, situation. Honestly, because for the Rams, team, bro, I mean, like, dude, some players sitting out for, like, knee soreness or stuff, like, we would never see that back in the days, bro. Nobody's sitting out for that. They're playing the entire season. I, I think, think – yeah, go ahead.
2: I think what they got to do is kind of, you know, just look back in the history of the NBA, kind of go through their records, see what the injury histories were, and kind of find, like, the ideal
1: – An average – yeah, yeah, An
2: average, an average yeah, injury where you're like, okay, this is what most people are having throughout the season. And take away that many games, those how many games you can miss.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think if it's if you want to shorten the season, instead of a, I don't think you should shorten the season. I just think you should give players more rest in between. Um, I, the back to backs got to go, bro, because I, I that's where most of the players are sitting out. Just the back to back, they're sitting out the second game or the first game. Um, I think you should extend the season to make it longer, not like longer in terms of games, but longer as a regular season. Just stretch it out by a week or two. Mm -hmm. Get rid of the back-to-backs That's why I think Or have like minimal
0: Like very minimal Like three max Yeah Because that's what they do now Like injury management On a back-to-back This guy's out Like there's no way You can be like Oh like if you're not injured You play Because they're just Going to make up Something like back spasms Or shoulder soreness Or something like that And The thing that sucks the most Is because we used to Like actually Like look forward to Regular season matchups Like in high school and stuff
1: yeah, those Friday but night now, games. So yeah, good. exactly. And,
0: like, TNT Thursdays, like, I used to look forward to that. Like, all the stars would play it. Like, now in every big matchup, there's at least one guy out. Every That's, matchup, I think.
1: Yeah, it sucks for the fans for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think the minimum should be, like, 65 out of the 82 or 60 out of the 82.
0: Yeah, um, I think 65 is a good number. And definitely more team yeah. missed. Yeah, 65 is a good number. 85% is a lot. Because if you have an injury, you're done. Like if yeah, you have the like, words. Yeah.
1: It's kind of crazy. Yeah. But I think definitely something has to be done, though. bro. Like, we can't have these players just decide, oh, I'm sit out. I'm just going to sit out today because I don't feel like playing. Um, It sucks for the fans. I know the players invest a lot in their bodies. But damn, bro. It just sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's tough. And I think, like, with the awards, at least – the writers have kept in mind like I think the lowest amount of games a uh, first team all NBA player has played is 55 and um, I think KD is right around that so we'll see if um, maybe he can get that first team spot because I think if he played a full a compliment, compliment of games he definitely would have gotten in. so we'll see but yeah I don't know I definitely think I like your idea about it, just extending the season by a week or two and then having less lessening
1: the back-to-backs or having fewer back-to-backs yeah for sure because i mean if you extend the season it benefits first the fans we're gonna get nba in the summertime like longer in the summertime so you can be going regular season games in like may the the finals will probably happen sometime july so i think i mean we saw last year in july we were having a blast but we're watching the finals so i think the playoffs are going through the summer instead of i know kids have ap exams i remember studying for ap exams and then watching the Wizards games at the same time and it wasn't it mm-hmm. wasn't really fun. But if you just push the playoffs back a little bit more until like later in the later in the year, till like end of May, when school is pretty much over and kids I mean the audience in the NBA is it's the youngest audience. So I think for sure you push it back, let the kids go out and watch the games, that'll be lit. But yeah. yeah.
0: So. We just want to see our best our favorite players play, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, no cap, bro. Um but yeah. And then, yeah. With all that being said, that's gonna wrap up our show. You guys got anything else to say?
0: Um, I got a message to Harden. Um, if you mess this up, bro, the NBA community is never gonna fit, forgive you. So I don't he think has gonna got gonna... to step up.
1: I think his legacy is going to be written in stone if if they if he folds again. But I think we there's nothing else to be said about James Harden. He is exactly uh-huh. who we thought he was. Yeah,
0: yeah. there's very few that are hanging on by a little thread, but um, those few are going to be done with you if you don't show up. So he has to show up. Like, there's no excuses.
1: Uh, Kenny, anything else?
0: I think that's it for me, honestly.
1: All right, that's going to wrap up our show. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week when the playing games begin.
0: Thank
1: you all. See you all.